Welcome to the Digital Cigar Lounge Podcast, where a seat is always reserved especially for you. Pour yourself a glass, light up a stick, and enjoy the conversation. Uh, I'm so compassionate with my compositions. Check. Fascinated with foreign felines since I was knee high. The cigar got me buzzing like a beehive. Back up for a second, man. You have some people, some situations, they have chemistry, no compatibility. Yeah, some other ones have compatibility and no chemistry, right? So you just mentioned that some people shit be like toxic and they, they do the whole back and forth shit. And I'm and saying, they have chemistry. and I'm saying it is chemistry. It is a type of chemistry. chemistry. Yes, because if you if you're in the chemistry lab, you in, you put. You introduce two right. elements, two or more elements together, right, right. and sometimes that shit blow the fuck up, blow the whole goddamn lab up. That's exactly. still chemistry. That's still chemistry. That's that's, that's still chemistry. That's but it. there's certain elements that you bring together, yeah, and they like Kool-Aid. fucking Kool Aid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's chemistry too. That's chemistry too, man. But it depends on, and that's where I also think compatibility comes in, right? Because for some people, that volatile shit might be highly arousing, but for somebody else. It isn't. So the compatibility part comes in. Are, like, do we actually work well together? So the chemistry is the dynamic that leads y'all to, to the explosive whatever, whether it, it's a good explosion or a bad explosion. Or should I say whether it's an explosion or a blooming? The compatibility, though, is do we work together? Are we functional together? And I'm saying the world we live in, we all over the fucking place. We're not even we're not even lining up on what we want because you got people. I've, I've said this to Eugene before, man, like I don't know. And I'm about to fuck with you a little bit, right? I'm about to fuck with you a little bit because I've, I've said this to Eugene. I don't know if marriage and long term relationships are goals for you thrill seekers. <laughs> I'm about to fuck with him for a second, dog. Let him have it. Let him have it. Oh, <laughs> because look, Get your shit off. <laughs> if you're always looking to be thrilled, how are you settling down, my nigga? Okay. I hear you, right? I hear you, and I, and I bring back a specific instance, right? As a thrill seeker, right? There's a couple that I follow. There's actually two couples. One... They do skydiving. They jump off of everything. Now, both of these are divorced because I've looked back into the story of them. <laughs> wow. Both of them are divorced. Okay. And come back and, like, you know, divorced and met each other through their purpose. Okay. Right? They feel like jumping off of shit is their purpose. Both of them feel like jumping off of shit, right? Okay. Kind of for your compatibility and chemistry. While that is crazy to most people, mm-hmm. they found themselves through what their purpose is, what they feel their purpose to be in life. So there is a strong compatibility with them in the midst of what we would consider on the outside huge Mm. chemistry Mm. because there's a sliding scale, right? What you consider to be a huge explosion might not be what somebody uh, overseas might see to be a big explosion because they've seen a bunch of different things, right? Mm. That being said, the other couple is like they're like ocean marine biologists. So they're like 90% of the year off on the ocean, right? Okay. Again, there's a compatibility. Both this couple was divorced, and they found each other through their passion. Okay. So it's the point that I'm always saying is, like, you'll find your person a lot of times in the things that you want to do and what drives you in life. So is the question that marry, marriage, marriage, and loyalty and these things are not attainable 
through what the traditional person says mm -hmm. they are. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're compatible. They seem like, I don't know, you know, we never know what forever looks like. Right. But it seems like they found what they wanted to do and took it that way. That's my challenge, though, because it's a work in progress. So that shit might be good for 10, 15 years. Let's just say. Let's just say it, it lasts decades. But when okay. a person. People get divorced at 25 years. For, yo, facts. So when a person's, one of them says, okay, I, I need my feet on the ground. I'm, I, I think that this, this, I'm done with this. I'm done with the skydiving. I'm done with the whatever the fuck, vast marine, what the fuck ever. Right? I need my feet on the ground. You feel me? What happens to the other person? Does, does the other person feel like you switching up on me? All I'm saying is, in most situations, and I could, I don't know, right? But in most situations, when the person is like, I need to be excited. I need to be stimulated. Right? And peace, as you, as you introduce, is boring to them. Routine is boring to them. The stability that comes with that is boring to them. Those are situations that more often than not, from what I've seen, end in failure. But that's, to me, that's, I mean, that's one way of looking at the change. Because the assumption here is that the change is, oh, I want to do, let's say that the, it's not, I want to put my feet on the ground. Maybe mm -hmm. one wants to, I want to do even crazier shit. Yeah. Because they are humans and there's different layers to them. It's not just slowing down. Whatever the case is, it sounds like the issue still stays the same. If you are two boring people that want to be under a rock for life, mm -hmm. right? One's still going to be a bit more boring than the other. One's still going to have a bit more difference. Just because you are okay with living under a rock doesn't mean that y'all are okay living in the same room for the rest of your life. I disagree. So, I disagree. I, I, I hear the point. I hear the point. But I think that two boring-ass people have a much greater chance at staying together because they require far less from each other. But it could be considered that it's because they're both okay settling a lot quicker. Okay. And I don't mean settling in life. I mean settling like... I'll take it. it. Do you though? Because we just had a conversation where you said it's not okay to settle. No, I'm saying you're offering. You saying those two people are more apt to settle. So I'm saying... Whatever comes their way, like period. Like they don't... Life is just is what it is. Those two people fucking belong together then. Those, I mean, because I feel like back in the days, that is what was happening. That's why everybody, grandma, great-grandma, whatever, was married for fucking ever. Because they fell into the routine of, ah, oh, this is what it is. It's this is settled. marriage. This is what it is. Complete. <laughs> and what we're doing now, right, a lot of this have come out of... Go ahead, Eugene, get your shit off, dog. No, no, I'm letting let y'all know. No, no, I'm, I'm, no. Taking, I'm taking it in so I can interject, you know, when, no, no, when the time on. is right. Go ahead, keep going. No, so keep going. Say, like, but then we're not going to sit here and have the conversation like we don't know that a lot of monogamy has been based on settling for the person in front of you based on commonality, based on function, based on logic. Like, it doesn't mean that you're more likely to be together because we also watch 30 and 40 years of marriage result in a whole other family two counties over. A lot of motherfuckers be cheating. Exactly. Exactly. Say, but then the sliding scale is not based on your ability to want, like, being excited. But it's based on your own ability to be that comfortable goes, where you at. That goes back to what I was saying about people getting married who don't actually belong married. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, like, when you really think about it, when you really lean into it hard, dog, hard, pause. When you really lean into it hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
is this really your person or are they the best that you could come up with and you got tired of it, right? Well, because let's remember, right? Yeah, you're, you're right, settling too, but I think we missed the, missed the point that the world was a lot smaller back then. People only went, and they was in their communities. Like, you never right. really got exposed to much outside of that. So when you met somebody and y'all connected, it was what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people stayed married for 30, 40 years counting high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we talking about not in their 20s. They was getting together as teenagers and just stayed together for all these years, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of what we saw before was a, a matter of, con like, Tradition. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, is what just what we did, and so people get taught as a kid. Oh, you know, you gotta get married when you get a certain age, have mm -hmm. kids, and as the man, he provides. And, and women didn't have the same options either. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody got the options. Biological aspect as well. It, exactly mm -hmm. that too. Right, because even though we we're living longer, and even though we're doing stuff longer, there's only so much we've done in the in the like reproduction. Yeah, reproduction. yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Check this out. If I'm not your soulmate. You shut the fuck up. Yeah. However, how how hard is that to find a soulmate? Exactly. Exactly. I get it, but but it also has to be it also has to be felt on the other side. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like the, the it's rare that people meet somebody that does it for them yes. in that way. So don't I don't even think that we should be talking about marriage, me and this and, and whatever woman. If we don't actually feel that way, we can like each other a whole lot and decide to spend time as long as it feels good. But we don't have to talk about marriage if we're not looking at each other like we're the the the, the counterpart that the universe sent. A, a lot of it again is tradition, man. Like we haven't gotten away from the tradition of monogamy. And marriage, like that, is just what it is. Like society, I still value it, right? Society hasn't, but but I the reason why, it. and the I, reason I, why I, women. I'm not saying as much as we like. I'm not saying that we don't see the same thing about marriage. Yeah, I think we both find like it's very hard to fucking get in that club. It's very hard to stay in that. It's club. easy to get in the club. No, it's very easy it, to I was get gonna in say it club. is. But I'm talking about yeah. after the fact that you've looked at everything. It's a, it's a lot harder to re-enter the club. Yeah. You can't just rush to the car and be like. Hey man, I'm gonna come back here. No, it don't work like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me lie on Eugene for for yeah, a good go ahead. second. This is, a, this is a segment. This is a segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me lie. Let, let me lie. This is a segment I'm introducing to the podcast. Lie about lies about Eugene. Have oh, you shit. ever looked at his uh his pop his uh his his playlist? Like music nowadays ain't the same. I was saying that you know we had Luther Vandross and shit. You know what I'm saying we had all this love. House is not home. The ground on that last one. Yo, he had scrubbed the ground. Scrubbed the ground. He had, <laughs> he had you know. Pop, pop that, you know, whatever. Like he had all that shit, and I'm like, yo, man, this is the shit that people, this shit that people listen to. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers ain't ain't, ain't valuing long term relationships no more. His playlist is filthy. I'm nah. lying. I'm yeah, lying. You lying like a motherfucker. I'm lying. I'm lying. It's mad Kirk Franklin on there. Yeah. <laughs> saying man like like socially we're not even having conversations about loyalty and the beauty of it and cherishing the other person like a lot of the music that I grew up on the R&B shit that I grew up on it was the whole song was what I can be in your life the type of man I want to be in your life a lot of the music now that that vibey shit it's vibey it's vibey dog but a lot of that shit is like come over so I can fuck you we can chill. Your man ain't got to know about it. You know, you just my jump off, make the bed rock, blah, 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 blah. 
right? And the shit, the beats be funky, everything be super, super wavy with the production, but they can't actually sing, ain't no real passion in the music, and everything that we talking about now is casual shit. <laughs> it is casual shit. I can't argue with that. However, I do think that you know we're we're what we're seeing now was a product of what happened before, what came in the nineties. A lot of the shit that I like that theory was talking about I is like what that theory. is what became what that's what the kids were listening to, and they like I really okay, like that theory. Y'all, that, this is this is this is how y'all feel. Well, shit, all of the kids now are giving us that shit that they heard growing up in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Like that's who's making the music that we're listening to. Most of them are young folks. They ain't. I mean, I say young, relatively, we're talking like, like late teens, early 20s, maybe mid-30s, but like, we don't have the Izzy brothers and fucking, hell, even Mary J, like, mm -hmm. the shit she put out ain't even the same no more, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and then we, we lost so many great artists as well, Vert, you know what I'm saying? Like, those, those cats made that love-making music. But that mm -hmm. not change, right? What do you mean? Like, we're focusing in on the emotional aspect of it and the social and the relationship, but that's not the only thing. People aren't spending a, spending four years on a job anymore, right? People aren't people aren't driving the same car twenty years mm -hmm. anymore. Now, mm -hmm. technology and a lot of things that have changed in our own lives have, has fueled it, mm -hmm. no doubt. But with anything where there's an evolution, right? You're gonna you're gonna find things that help society and things that hurt society. Mm -hmm. So. I could easily tell you that person, there's a person that don't get to talk to people that sits in the house that really, really wants to, right? Really wants to connect with people that could not before. And most of us have learned to put some type of mask out there, right? Right? Right or wrong? Have they not? And they've been able to maybe create, which the whole show of Catfish was that, a lot of it, right? We create this because they want that interaction. Challenge. Flag on Go the ahead. play. Flag Go on ahead. the fucking play. Okay. Is it, has it evolved? Or has it devolved? I think. Uh, I has think what I think evolved? Society. So, Paul threw out, people don't stay on jobs no more. That's because the job security isn't what it used to be. People don't drive the same car for 20 years no more. Cars that? are manufactured to break down. They're not even, they're not even designed well, to last no, as long. Technology is advanced, though. A lot, of that, a lot of that is technology is advanced. And as far technology as... Technology has advanced. Yes. In, in, in light years. Light years ahead. Yeah. Since we were kids, but yo, we can't we can't grow up. Most of us don't grow up on one one uh, income in the household no more. Like families don't be vacationing like they used to. You say that, motherfuckers had way more kids back then. People can afford single though. People people can afford people back in the days used to afford way more kids. I got one Inflation, biological. Though. Exactly. Is that <laughs> evolutional or is it devolving? But, well, one, you think there's a. I need these coins to evolve. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 because there's a part of this, right? You can't say, oh, job security has decreased. Why has job security decreased? Because they don't have to have pensions. Why don't they have to have pensions? Because they're allowed to do more with less. Like, they're all interconnected, just like anything. Yeah, I was going to say, everything right? you're talking you about is connected. Exactly. Yeah, society is technology, is all of that stuff. Exactly. Using yeah. technologies, our power has transferred from in our arms to in our minds, theoretically. The only time that would going into your mind, we were not also equipped with what would happen as a ramification of it being up there, right? It's great that I can work from anywhere. They're talking about productivity is up. We're able to do more and be more places, right? However, there's also a lot more people doing shit that you would not have done on a job. 
out here in the street, right? You wouldn't be at the grocery store in the middle of your shift. You'd have to be between the hours of 8 and 8 or whatever. But you're more productive. You wouldn't even be able to find that out if not for technology, right? So, again, with any all of these things that we have done that allow us to be more free, <laughs> the same thing that allows us to be more free, yeah, we also created some more obstacles that didn't exist before. Yeah, okay. I think we've progressed, we progressed in areas we've digressed in areas there's mad never areas. Gonna, there's never gonna be a balance it's of it all. Mad areas. Yeah. Huh? Mad. We've we've mad. We've digressed in mad areas. Well, that's also okay. that's also because of the the you we know the people digress. in power. You have you the, the the powers that be control a lot of the way that the world is though. Like a lot of the societal issues that you're referring to is because people in power don't want to give up the one percent. They're not giving up that power. Yeah. Yeah. They're not giving up. They're not giving up that. That shit has always been there. Would you rather have rode your horse over here? No, I'm not. I'm not against technological what advancement. You Guys who drive switch. I'm not. Drive a, two whoa, 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 whoa! False narrative. <laughs> False parallel. False parallel. <laughs> Look, there's advancement, and then there's left turns. Like this whole meta metaverse shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of that shit is real fucking iffy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, everybody wants technology to advance, but it doesn't always lead us to the promised land, though. And we have to acknowledge that shit. But we do. We do. We we we've never we we we've, we've never wholeheartedly said, oh, technology is is no. Well, let's say everybody as a whole hasn't always just jumped on the bandwagon and said, yo, this is the way we go. And there's no. Do you think that we as human humans embrace change? I mean, we do. We don't have a choice. Do you we don't have a choice to embrace. Aha. There's a difference between jumping in the car and getting ran over by it. Do you say that we embrace change? I would say some people do, not all. I, I, as a whole, I would say yes. I would say as a whole, we do. Creature of habit is a saying, a colloquial saying. Why? Because even your most front end of adopting a new te technology or trend still like their habits. They still fall into their habits. The only thing I say that is to go back to, I still think that all of these technicians, yes, you can reach more people. Yet, as the older guy in New Orleans told me that was talking about relationships, there's always been temptation, son. Now, we don't even say there's more temptation mm. or less, but it's still about the human ability to control your damn self, regardless of whether you a thrill seeker, regardless of whether there's 30 women here, all of that. It's still got to be on you to control yourself. So I wouldn't consider that a de-evolution because there's more things available to us and we're able to stretch and have more variety. Bro, a lot of people not even living realities no more. Like, you, you see a person online and they look nothing like that right. in person. Like, that shit that. is essentially like Sims, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? Like, it is, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, really? yo, you see people, okay, okay, put my own shit on the table. I met a woman, I knew she was, or no. Or fuck, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, I met, I met a woman online, right, a while ago, but I knew she was older. I knew she was older. But she looked, huh? But how can you tell she's older? Uh, you could just see through certain things, okay. right? But when you know, we we chit chatted for a while. She kept pressing me, kept pressing me, kept pressing me. That's cool, you know what I'm saying? So finally, I warmed up and was just like, okay, we could talk away from Facebook, okay? I was like, yo, she kept saying, we should, you should call me, you should call me, you should call me. I was like, I'm more of a face-to-face -face person. We should video chat. 
Damn. <laughs> rough. What happened? When I video chat that motherfucker, I was like, yo, um, whose grandma am I talking to <laughs> right now? You know what I'm saying? By the time, like, you can't carry them filters and, and, and them twisty, them, them little apps that everybody be using to tighten and nip tuck all them pictures. That shit don't transfer over into video chat. So, I'm, yo, warning, warning, fam, warning. You should, you should probably video chatter first so you can see what it, get a better idea of who you're talking to. Now, listen, people can do whatever they want to do and use whatever apps they want to, whatever they want to use, right? The problem is, it's highly misleading. This is not who you are. You cannot bring this to our first meeting. If we, if we did, let's just say hypothetically we did do a first date. Ain't no way you could bring that with you. You can't bring that filter that's cleaning up all them, that's ironing out all them wrinkles off your face. Sounds like a blind date to me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, I don't know what possesses, you know, people to think that, that they're going to get that shit off. Did you see that cleanup on our five just now? <laughs> I like that. That motherfucker's smooth with it, dog. That Billy D with it. Hey, look, man, I got on that machine. I ain't, I ain't even using hey, manual shit. I hopped on that machine. Smooth, dog. <laughs> No, no, but but you know, it's like Amen. people think that some people believe that when you when you, you meet them in person, if you get to that point, that maybe you'll accept them as they are. That's a terrible thing. Which I think is stupid, but it's a terrible why theory. else would they do it? Yeah, it's a terrible Why theory. else would they do it? There's there's no there's no other reason yeah. but the no, I'm not get saying you. I'm not saying that your theory is terrible, yeah, yeah, no. but the person who believes that is that that's an awful way to live your life. Because no, nothing else works, which is why the metaverse may be good for those people, though, because they can only meet people there. Yeah. They'll never meet them in person. And there, there are people literally married today, like, through that shit. There are weird... I'm not... Let me not say weird. What do you mean married? It's like, I wouldn't do that. Through <laughs> online apps? Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't... Yo, look, fam. Some people, it's possible to find love wherever. Wherever. You could be changing a tire and find love. Your shit can blow out, you know what I'm saying, and... and I got a theory about it. Somebody pulls up and are you good? And that shit could bloom into something amazing. You can find love anywhere. But what I'm saying is, is the online presence is pulling us further and further and further away from what is real. What is real is beginning to get real mumbo jumbo. Like right now we're seeing it with the use of these apps that change your appearance, right? And now we're transitioning deeper into the matrix with the metaverse shit. Y'all see the uh, sexual assault? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. The headline, the headline was it's sexual. To be laughing. Wait, wait, let me go ahead, go ahead, off. get your yeah. shit off. Your, your transition made me laugh because what you say this headline, you're like, this is sick, so we just laughing. <laughs> 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 All right, go ahead, transition. Sexual assault in the metaverse. Woman alleges she was gang raped within 60 seconds of joining the virtual world. Wait, what, what? How did she say this happened? Did she say how about it happened? Yeah, the article read she just she just went in and then like four or five dudes just approached her and started like groping her and you know and it just went from there, escalated from there. Now, I don't want to say now, now I'm laughing giggling, but it's not funny. But I told this story to somebody and the answer was like, well, why did you really take take it off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So why did you just take the helmet off? Then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Now there's two aspects. There's one is like that's funny because that's literally to to his point about us. Going off the deep end. Now we're creating reincarnations of fake things in fake universe and wanting real application of law 
and things to happen because of it. So we're already entering a whole nother level. What they've been trying to avoid all this time is not policing the internet. And that's going to create police on the internet. You don't have no choice. Yeah, you, you won't have a choice but to police The it. comments be crazy, though. One of the comments said, oh, damn, yo, where was Carmen San Diego? <laughs> so, somebody said, first lawsuit in the metaverse, let me create my lawyer character. It's going there, man. It's going there. Yeah, it's definitely going there. Somebody will tell you this as well, right? We can always digress. Right? A lot of people have let early versions of the metaverse, a lot of early versions of what I call the endpoint of logging in, Instagram, Facebook, and so forth, take over their lives now, right? That has happened. Have there been millionaires that have met other businesses that have been able to reach more people? Are there businesses that make more money than they ever could by using this platform? With every evolution, there is some evolution and maybe some de-evolution, right? We don't walk as much now that we have cars. In the South, we hate walking damn near anywhere. But maybe this is the step towards us actually evolving from our bodies. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> Y'all fucking. Nah, I mean, that's science shit. fiction, though. That's that. science fiction, Don't though. Like, like, like a lot of what, a, a lot of the stuff that we've seen, point. that like literally that we've seen, that, that that's happening today, is what was science fiction at one point that, that's become a reality. Absolutely. And, I, and and that's what the Matrix is. The Matrix literally, they, they were no longer using their bodies. Okay. They were all in okay. their mind. So I'm not saying that it's right. Metaverse I'm just saying. Existing is art imitates life. Y'all seen uh, the movie uh, Wally? Y'all got kids? Yeah. Y'all see the movie Wally? Fantastic film. What them people look like up in space? I don't remember. Yeah, Fucking bones shrunk. They was like gelatin, because everything they did was through a headset. That's what happened. It's atrophy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's what happened. Exactly. It's atrophy. So. We're essentially becoming more of, a, of an online digital world. It's like the virtual reality shit is coming more into fruition and we're abandoning the actual physical plane more. Video games, right? Video games. What does your childhood look like with video games? Give it to me. Talk to me a little bit. Mike Tyson's punch out. Okay. <laughs> Tecmo Bowl. Contra. Where did we used to play these games? How do we used to play these games? We used to play grouped up together. Go ahead, Paul. It was an old man somewhere at that time too saying we had lost our mind on video games. Perhaps, but even <laughs> even then, even <laughs> then, <laughs> even then, we used to uh, all get together and go to the fucking arcade, pile up around the video game, push each other, push our hands off the controllers. It was still us actually interacting together. We were doing an activity together, together. Now, I see my son. All he do is log on with his headset, and he's talking to someone wherever. While, while, now, while that's dope, because he's talking to his uncle in Phoenix, one of them is in Massachusetts, his friends are all over the place, and while that connection is dope, we've also lost a whole bunch of shit, though. I don't, I mean, listen, I, I, I hear your point, right? I do, I, I don't think everybody's on that bandwagon. Like us, we're, we're not on that shit like that. Like people like us still do regular shit. Like we want to still experience life and all that it has to offer. So I don't think that we're completely abandoning our humanity. I do think that it's just a part of evolving, devolving, progressing, digressing. That's just the way of life. Like it, it happens, man. Like it, it, ain't, it ain't perfect, but that's just what it is. And right, we have to either accept it I mean, 
Well, we, we only got 45, 50 years left anyway. It ain't like we're going to be here around to fucking see what happens regardless. You, you talking about, talk about the world going in? No, I'm just saying, we all in our 40s. Might one day be like, talking about your great, great, great grandson and being like, all he does is put that chip in his arm. You know what I mean? Like, or it could, it could totally be different, right? Because everything that we, we saw in Back to the Future, none of that shit is really, ever really came to reality. Some of it, I, I but think, not all of it. The fact that we don't evolve as fast as maybe our minds would like to think that we evolve right. is why that hasn't happened. Right, but then the Matrix happened. But the, the metaverse happening now, the Matrix was only 20 years ago. Yeah. And that shit is actually happening today. Exactly. So it, it just, it, it varies. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say Back to the Future is what, 86? But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always Back to the Future, probably we would have had all that technology if it wasn't for racism. I don't know why. I'm always like, I've said that we too. We get stuck on the stupidest of yeah. shit. I've yeah. said that shit too. Racism slows a lot of shit down. I've Racism said that too. Slowed a lot of stuff. Yeah, down. it slows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If we wasn't still arguing about basic human rights, we'd have flying cars. Well, but again, that's 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 my point with the one percent though. Like the one percent, a lot of the shit that you're talking about is because the one percent is not. They're not giving up the reins to way to the way that things are. That tradition, the things that they've done for centuries. They're not letting that shit go. So the metaverse to them is another uh, another means of control. And they're going to use that shit to their advantage. And I think that's why those things continue to exist. You have people like us who may be opposed to it in some way, but it's still never going to make it go away completely. I'm just saying there's a bunch of red flags. You know, anything in moderation is okay, right? That's what That's what they like to say. But you have social currency being dictated by total false realities. Did you ever watch Black Mirror? No. Okay. Yeah, I missed it too. Specifically about what he's talking about. Well, say that to me. I will. You basically, this social currency yeah. becomes your credit. You yes. Pay the way through life, and the, it's actually sad the way the movie, the way. I think it out. was you who said some dude bought a house next to me in the metaverse. Yeah. For mm-hmm. like five hundred thousand. Actually, mm-hmm. my boss, while I was out in Seattle, they were talking about. Yeah. They went to buy land in the metaverse and he was like the cheapest plot was like a hundred thousand dollars you gotta be fucking kidding me now i sound like the old grumpy ass dude right so what yo like you gotta (laughs) be fucking kidding me (laughs) somebody's gotta bring some logic to you (laughs) so you spent real bread for property that don't actually exist yeah but we use money that don't actually exist though good point (laughs) fuck shit (laughs) I guess a lot of that's shit is. That's true. But that bill goes back to like being manipulated with the whole thing. It's I mean, it's number, think about it, it's numbers in the computer. Our money is manipulated. It's, 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 like there's it's, so much disparity in it. It's numbers in the fucking that's computer. That's all it is. That, that, that's, that's our rebuttal. We to add you. plus, <laughs> subtract one. I mean, Look, that's all that happens. That's our rebuttal to your shit. Okay, and that's why there's so many disparities in the world because money Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Wrap this yeah. shit up, B. Yeah. Yo, Wrap man. that gavel up, B. Look, <laughs> look. We need parity. The Libra in him makes balance, and there's no balance. There is no balance. There is no balance. Good point. That's another good point. No look, man, bet money motherfuckers gonna start saying, "Yeah, I'm married to a digital being." Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm in a relationship, and you come home after a long day at work. And you put all your little gadgets on, you know what I'm saying? So you could feel the individual and it yep. triggers your nerves and all that shit. And you got a full relationship with a being, hands? with a, what? Call hands, remember they put the drugs yes! in Yes! I forgot about that. Like having sex without having sex? 
I forgot about that. Yo. And that was in um that was in uh Demolition Man. Yeah. They did the same shit. Oh. They did the same shit. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, it it's in two movies. Coming. It's coming. It's all coming. It's coming. Well, fucking coming. Literally and figuratively. That's what the <laughs> no, for real. So like Roblox. I like what you get there. Like <laughs> but um, I like, like Roblox, for example, is a version, right? Uh-huh. Platform. Black kids are playing. It's a kid yeah, I heard about Roblox. Yeah. Me and my ex had to have a conversation about because some of the It'd developers, it's open it's developers, a, yeah. and they can create. I don't stuff. know what it is. What? What, what so is it? Same for Sims. Yeah, it's like Sims. Sims. Yeah. Okay. But like, it's an open platform, so anybody can jump in. A grown up. Yeah. All these kids are playing with, and they're all like supposed to be a junior version of the Sims, right? Yeah. But what happens is developers, it's an open development, so they can get in there and create things. Mm-hmm. So your child could be walking around, da, 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 having a decent day in the little Roblox universe. Developer done put some creepy, nasty shit there, mm. and now you got to have a conversation you weren't ready to have. That's crazy. So, like, that is, so that opens the door for, again, my biggest issue with the digital world that happens, bro, is everything that we already done got through and we barely getting through now, We gotta, you want to duplicate it. So like mm. pedophilia. Like, mm-hmm. that's the issue, still in real life. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to duplicate and run all the way back through it digitally. You got two Earths, two platforms that I got to protect my child on. Yeah. Now, I got to create a creator, meta me, to get her here and protect But you know? those complexities all, all have always exist, man. Like, the, I mean, in different forms, of course. It's like... say, because Little House of Prairie, you wasn't protecting me. Yeah, but you was wolves and, oh, and, and, and lions and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, whatever is out there. What the fuck? I mean, you always had some form of, 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 of danger. Hey, dog. Before, when I was growing up... I'm saying. When I was growing up... I never lost a kid to a wolf, When I was growing up, the, the scariest thing was the big white, was the service van. Stay away. Yeah, but, but think about it. You, you, you also had the Black Death. I mean, you had there's a bunch of shit that existed that you we always had to be leery of. Just brought out the plague, fam. Yeah, I, I'm saying, but it's real though. He just like, pulled yo, out. We, you, he pulled out the plague in the streets. Where's your argument going? We gotta pull the bubonic plague out your back pocket. No, I, all, all I'm saying is we go. There's always gonna be the argument for for what you're saying. There's you always get, your kids, yeah. that argument is gonna always exist. I don't give a damn if we. Or, like, just in the metaverse. That shit is going to exist regardless, man. Yeah, man, when people are out here suffering mentally, you know what I'm saying? Mental, I think that there is a connection between mental wellness, mental health, and the way society is being manipulated. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had suicides, recent suicides. We had Regina King's son. Mm-hmm. And I hate, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be negative, but, you know, I, I feel like it is important to acknowledge that people are cracking under whatever pressure that society has. Like, and, and I don't know these people's situations and the specifics that led them to take their own life, but you got Regina King's, excuse me, Regina King's son. You have, uh, what was the former Miss America? Uh, I can't think of her name. Miss right USA, now. black woman. Yeah. Threw herself. Threw herself from a top floor in, in like her condo. Yo, fam, mm-hmm. how, 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 how much anguish do you have to be carrying? Chelsea, is it Chris or Christ? Chelsea. I think it's Chris. Yeah, Chelsea, you know, Chris. And again, I don't know. We can't say what actually led. There's speculation. You know, like with her, there's speculation about her, her getting older. Condolences to them and their family. Big well. condolences, yeah. fam. You know, but you have, you have spe- uh, speculation. People are saying that for her, it was, um, you know, like she was speaking a lot about the, the pressures of being a woman and aging in an environment where the social currency for a woman is based on her youth. 
mm -hmm. her beauty, her youthful beauty. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But again, suicide, suicide rates are up. I mean, and amongst amongst African American men, we we have the highest rates of of suicides over the age of forty five, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know the exact statistics, I've but I know we are. No, I, it's I, up there. I do because I know that, and not to, I don't want to wrap this around this way, but um, and just the cognizant of it, you know, the conversation that we had earlier, right, about like people being in relationships and, and that type of thing. Well, there are a lot more relate less relationships, mm -hmm. right? Is there older people? You know, it's more single people in their older years. Now, I don't know that there's a correlation, but there is also a very much higher, a much higher suicide rate statistically in black men over that age, and black men and women are alone older in their age as well. In fact, over the last decade, I believe it came out that while overall, technically, suicide rates had actually dipped, it had increased with people of color. And I wonder if that's yeah. I wonder if that was uh. Yeah, I wonder if that was um, like, wh what do those statistics look like outside of the U.S.? Because a lot of the things that we, you know, we discuss are, are based on what's happening here, and we know in other countries there's a lot of differences, a lot of nuances in, in the way they live their lives that affect, you know, suicides, deaths, all, all these different things. So I'm, I'm curious to know, like, does that do those same things apply in, in Europe? I think that the best way to approach that is other quote unquote developed countries. Yeah, and I think I that agree. other quote unquote developed countries are our rates I'm gonna say our, our rates are probably higher. We have to fact check though. Yeah. But I think that our rates are higher. Look at fucking medical, like the I medical know. system. I, know. I mean we got problems that other developed countries don't even have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I have I have a son with a chronic kidney ailment. You know, my son has kidney disease. Fam, medication alone, like when with the medication outside the insurance it's thousands of dollars for a chronic ailment. How is that shit even legal? You yeah, got people yeah. who can't survive without certain medication, and the price for it is astronomical. And insurance ain't what it used to be. I'm just saying we have problems in this country. We allow problems in this country that other that our peers, other countries that are our peers, don't allow. Again, goes back to the one percent thing, though. You have these people that are in power that are not willing to give up, and it wouldn't even it wouldn't affect them to give up some of the money that they'd be making. You're a part of the one percent. I wish I was. That hoodie is definitely one percent. Nah, this is not a one percent hoodie. That's a one percent hoodie. This is definitely. Not I've a 1 seen. I've looked hoodie. at it. This is an eighty-five percent hoodie. So you're an eighty-fiver. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an eighty-fiver. You're an eighty-fiver. That's on record. No, I feel like this, this is an eighty-five percent hoodie. And it's okay. No, but he, I know he's trying to say, shut up, man. Because <laughs> I'm opposite of what he's trying to say. Yeah, Wu-Tang would be very disappointed. Yeah, they'd be disappointed in that comment. What's the math, son? What's the math, What's the son? science? Yo, talk to me. I'm not doing no math. No knowledge. I'm not doing the knowledge today, son. I'm not doing the knowledge today. Yo, this cat today. right here, I'm man. Doing I'm not doing the knowledge, me. man. I did pull up some numbers that were very interesting. Fucking 85er, dog. <laughs> and I didn't want to think that it was probably because 85 I'm 85 I looked at the numbers. You know, <laughs> No, I, oh, I, shit. No, no, but I mean, just to your point about suicide, and it is a serious thing because one of the things I noticed is I was having a conversation with somebody real quick. Um, so you fine? No, he's not. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> this is going, we're in suicide. Like, <laughs> My bad. But what he was saying was that he had left the U.S. to go to New Zealand for mm -hmm. like a year. Now, we could bring in the fact that you have the resources to go to New Zealand for a year. I like it. 
But to his point was, he was like, it was way different there than it was here because, like here, you introduce yourself by your job, who you are, your mm-hmm. title. That this is how you are. This is why we create these face masks and stuff through this metaverse and stuff. I think, right, yeah. to get away from who we really are. And when you look at it, like the U.S. actually is suicide is the tenth leading cause of suicide is the tenth leading cause of death in the U.S. Tenth mm. leading cause. That's crazy. In 2019, there was 1.38 million attempts, with 47,000 that actually died by it. So that means there's a huge gap between what's happening and what's attempting, which makes you say, you know, that we was like, oh, well, maybe it just affects this smaller group. Yet the ones that they actually were successful, the ones that are not successful, are ma- that's a massive number. Yeah, they still trying to kill themselves. Yeah, that's a massive number. Right. Yo, man, I've thought about it. I've thought about it quite a bit, you know what I'm saying? But I've, I've, I've also thought about the ramifications of not existing and what, what kind of generational curses it would create. And I think that it would create generational curses uh, above me, being like my elders and, and what they felt, what, what, what they were triggered to feel, and the ones that are behind me, you know, like coming up behind me, my son and, you know, my, my daughter and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, my, you know, my God baby, you host. You know, like I feel like not existing there, the ripple effect dog would be brutal. But the depravity, the anguish that I get up with, you know, what I'm saying how that how the depression pushes you back down. Mm-hmm. All, all of it comes from trying to carry a load and it becomes too heavy. And whatever it is metaphysically that you use to stabilize that weight breaks. And then you have to regroup, regather yourself. And that shit ain't easy. And there's so many different versions of it, of why, right? I've had conversations very, when I say very, very closely with my family. And let's say even things along the lines of like having like a, a vertigo or like mm. having, um, I forget what it's called, like when they have like the ringing in your ears. Mm. Like when you, you're dealing with insomnia and you're ringing and it's just a ringing and like the doctor's like, I don't have anything. You wanted you to stop. Ringing. You just want the ringing. You wanted to stop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I get chills even talking about because it's like, that's the thing that when you say, hey, it'll be all right. Hey, I'm here for you. All of those things fall on deaf ears because it's like that still don't stop the ring. It don't solve the problem. And so all mm-hmm. of us have, I think we can't walk away with, from this session even having the conversation without also saying a lot of things that we say in response to somebody dealing with it or have dealt with it are really insensitive. And it's just like you got to have something to say and something you say might be worse off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So be like cognizant of what you're saying. Like, it'll be all right. Your life's not that bad. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like yeah. compared to what? You don't, you know, you don't, you don't know, know what, what I'm I going did. through. When I'm looking in that mirror, you know what I'm saying? You're not with them. Mm-hmm. So like watch your mouth. I'm, like, about you know to, I'm about to bring it back full circle, right? Okay. Talking about devolving and how so much of our reality now is defined by the fictitious reality online. Yo, man, all that online trolling, uh, that should be impacting people's mental health in a major way, too. Again, people ain't giving it up like that when you got to say it to somebody's face. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but people will leave the harshest comment in the world that they could think of mm-hmm. on mad different pages just to do it, which is a sickness of their own. Or getting on that, like you said, you start playing the video games. We all have hopped on, we all know of the COD Call of Duty. You hop on there, and then it's like somebody can't wait to use the N word. Mm-hmm. But you would never say it in public. In public, and nobody's present. You mm-hmm. open the door when I come through. Yeah. 
Yeah. So but if you can put a mask hey, on. Hey, guy. How you doing, man? Look, I like this wetsuit. Look at them <laughs> slippers, man. Like, I, I wish I had a pair of those. And Ooh. I see what you did, too. I do like I do like what you did. The way you, mm-hmm. you did the, uh, the the red with the red trim. It means a lot because both of y'all are eighty-five percent guys. And I just, <laughs> I'm a five percent. Eighty-four percenter? Nah, I ain't no five. I'm, I'm the fifteen, right? I'm the fifteen, right? You're ten percent. That's ten. Yeah, you're a ten percent. I am a ten. You're a ten percent. I'm a ten percent. I'm a five. I'm a five percent. You ain't five, dog. He, no, five, ten, eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Deep. <laughs> Hilarious, That's man. why you gotta have platforms like this where you can actually release and like a conversation. But a good part of this, even though it's like digital, we get to meet some of these things. Mm, we get yeah. to have conversations. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as we fight this demon of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get back out here and we'll have things for people to be able to connect with us. Hey dog, I definitely hope that it provides the same type of release for the listeners. Yeah, one thousand percent. I mean that's that's the goal, right? That's definitely, definitely the goal. Definitely is the Yo, goal. Yo, Paul, man. man, look, I also want to throw out there, let me fuck with Paul for a second. It's my first time being in Paul's crib. We're recording, uh, you know, for the audience. <laughs> we are recording in, in Paul's... Um, Humble abode. No, luxury. Humble luxury. Abode. Luxury <laughs> home. <laughs> you know, you walk in here, like, my chakras you feel you aligned. Step over that wooden loose plank I got out there. No, 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 no. <laughs> nope, nope. He got the plug-ins and shit, the aromatherapy. You know what I mean? Like nice. the accents throughout the crib, but yeah, I can, I can, I understand. I got I get one, it. I got I get two it. by four sitting on two cans of paint, and you <laughs> sit here talking about how you know. I'm just happy. I get to it. Here. You know what I'm saying? Four walls, three hot drapes and shit, <laughs> matching drapes yeah, throughout the crib. I know you got the drapes you know up, man. Yo, you grown, grown when you got drapes. Hey, 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 man, they can't talk. No, you want me to be real with you, though? This motherfucker's window dressing. You want me to be real with you, though? <laughs> Just bring it back to something we was talking about. Mama, I used to have issues with like, even in my job, I go in that cubicle, I don't put shit down. Mm. I work, I four walls. I don't put nothing down because I'm like, everything's temporary. Everything's I'm going to get up and leave. I'm going to have to get them going here. And my mom was like, as long as you treat where you at like it's temporary, it's going to be temporary. Mm. You need to damn invest in how it makes you feel at home. Mm-hmm. Your mom be spitting, man. Yo, yeah. She was spitting. She and your home should be your peace, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if there's nowhere else that you have that should be your peace, it definitely should be your home, man. You know, so yeah, man. Before we uh we run out of here, talk to me about what y'all smoke. Y'all smoke something recently that y'all like? I've only smoked the one. I don't even know what it was, but well, I do know what it was. It was a um, it was a Maduro wrap mm. from um in New Orleans, but apparently you can infuse them. I didn't know you could infuse them, but they can like infuse them. You have to some pay. Okay. Start to infuse right there on the spot. I know we talked. One of our close friends of the podcast talked about oh, it. Oh yeah. Smoking these, uh, smoking these yes. fuse. But you know what? If I'm going to smoke a cigar <laughs> shit, I'm okay with it not tasting like exhaust. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 1,000%. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Upsetter. Um, oh. The Upsetters is a Jamaican line of uh, infused cigars. Um, the, the description that they use is Caribbean Atmospheric Herbal Fusion. Um, the best way to the best way to explain that, like what that means, mm-hmm. it, you have to experience it, right? Mm-hmm. But going into a uh, a Caribbean shop, mm-hmm. like uh, where where they got the carvings and the scented oils and the incense, 
Mm-hmm. The it's the cigar experience smoking the stick is similar to that aroma experience. Mm, okay. So it's that I don't, sounds good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if if that translates well to a person like you know like I I, I said Steve. I told Steve about it. Our good a good friend of the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I told Steve about it. He was like, Yo, fam, I don't want to smoke an incense. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, he no, you're like not, Steve. you're not getting it, fam. You know, he you're not takes getting it. Out of character in you when he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like his, he definitely his do. Pairing is like, yeah, like, like, yeah. A, a, like an old oak tree. Yeah, he's smoking an old oak tree paired with like kerosene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a manly man. He's a manly man. <laughs> For me, yeah. I like my cigar and my spirits to taste. I did get to taste that Java by Drew Estate. Y'all gotta start having me talk about. Um, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah that Java was nice, right? Yeah, yeah. I had one. Of the, I had an Odyssey last night, which is a coffee one. I think we talked about it a few episodes ago. That was a really good smoke. Always a good smoke, man. Can't complain about that. So I had one of those last night. But mm-hmm. yeah, man. Okay. Moment of silence. Oh, I thought you. Nah, nah, nah. We still rolling, man. Still rolling. Really? I, yeah. You you didn't find any? I I did. It, it was so funny because I actually asked the, like like right there in the port area, and it might be because of the type. Maybe like the type of people. I don't know if people smoke as much. I don't know to tell you. But like when I asked like where could I get tobacco, like I probably walked like four blocks before I found the the cigar like shop. Yeah. And it was still like one of those like. Yeah, it was like more like a. I'm sure that they have. They have to. I'm thinking like Seattle, like a place like Seattle, which you know I I would think that. But I was down there by the water by Pike's place. We want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Digital Cigar Lounge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.